talking long enough, bro. You got anything else you want to plug or say or? Uh, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. Quick <laughs> business. Why I'm, is a, it, I'm a funny guy. Why is it called the Boomtown Chronicles? Uh, Boomtown is uh one of my favorite movies was Tombstone. Oh, uh huh. And uh, Tombstone was called the Queen of the Boomtowns. So it was like a combination. Like in high school, I was an, like, I still am like a painter. And so like the world I create is like Boomtown. And also when you take mushrooms, you always say you go to Boomtown. So uh, it's like a, a multiple thing. And it's always been a thing of mine for, like I said, I came up with it like in high school. I was like 14 with your buddies drawing. And then it just kind of stayed. Like and now I transitioned into doing comedy. And I was like, again, the Boomtown. It just, you know, it's a Boomtown in the silver days was like those silver mines that became a town and then aren't anymore. Towns yeah. of the West, and like I said, me and my buddies always take mushrooms younger, and yeah, we're going to Boomtown, and you know, just something <laughs> stupid. That yeah, I that's kept, great. You know that I kind of, yeah, I like. What was the first time you did mushrooms? First time I was, uh, I want to say fifteen, maybe sixteen, and I was just around the corner from my dad's house at a buddy's house, and we ate them at his house, and I'll never forget it was fall, so the leaves were like you know the cool colors and shit. And I, I just remember they were kicking in, and I didn't know what it was yet. But then I remember looking up at the trees and being like, oh, this is it. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is rad. This tree is cooler than I've ever seen. It was a tree you've seen your whole life. Yeah. You know, like my dad's. And I was like, this tree is amazing. I was like, oh, I'm high. I'm high. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, like, I took him a bunch, like, Seth Rogen, like, kind of style, where, like, clearly that dude takes rooms a lot. But now that I'm older, it's kind of calmed down. So, mm. you know, maybe once a year these days, but. You know, I'm an adult with responsibility, so when I go, like, get all messed up like that, I just fucking tend to have, you know, worry attacks over dumb, stupid stuff. Do you, yeah, do you, is that, does that, that happen when you get older, you just, you just start to worry more? I, I've is always that, had anxiety, dude, since worry? I was a teenager, but um, nowadays, now that I'm older, I know the certain things that trigger it. But, uh, dude, I can't tell you how many times I did cocaine, it was like, not until an adult, but I'm like, hey, I don't like this drug, dude. This is not for me. Like, this makes me all paranoid and anxious, and it's like, it's hey, fun make for an adult decision. Yeah. So, like, that one for sure. Um, Do you have kids? Uh, Not not yet. My, we're, We've been married two years, just over two years, and we're, because of COVID, we kind of delayed everything. It was a little sure. weird. But, yeah, we're, we're planning on all that. Good you stuff. got married right before COVID? Right before June, right before. And then my wife and I went and saw my brother in New York in January, and we both got sick. And like in a weird way, and then like six weeks later was like the shutdown. So we wow. weren't ever officially like said you got COVID, but we were both pretty sure that we because it was like it. this weird sickness where you didn't feel right, but then it was like it was gone within three days. Huh? And then again, it was like Manhattan at the epicenter. Six weeks later, everyone shut down. So it was right. like, oh, chances are, chances are you probably something happened. Yeah. But then why not have a baby during COVID? It just makes sense. You were both home the whole time. <laughs> Um, I don't know, just the idea of going into the hospital oh. and doing checkups and, like, doing that sort of stuff. Sure. Okay. You know, it's just... And it's you didn't know, weird, you didn't know if we were going to all die either No, in well, the beginning. Yeah, we're, we or, did, yeah, exactly. Now that the more information's out and yeah. the kids aren't really getting sick and uh, um, just my wife and I are pretty health conscious, so, like, sure. we exercise and take care of ourselves. So it's like, hey, even if we did get COVID, which I'm pretty sure we did, but it's like we're... We're pretty sure we'd be fine. We're just worried about, like, our baby. Sure. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. weird. Like, the new phase of my life, like you were saying, like, as you get older, like, yeah, dude. Now I have anxiety about, like, dude, I got to pay the bills. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, you're 23, dude. It's, I'm so stoked to hear you're like, dude, I was in business school. I said, fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to be a comedian, dude. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I wish I had thought that when I was your age. Uh, same with me. I wish yeah. I would have found it. I didn't find it until I was 36. So. Yeah, I was 32. So it's like, 
dude, I wish that I was yeah. when I was 21. Yeah, just said, fuck it. This is yeah, what I'm this, doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the, like, Chappelle and Kevin Hart and all the guys. I think Gabriel's another one. Like, that's what they thought, like, at 14, 15. You're like, that blows those, my mind, yeah. Yeah, well, even, like, LeBron James. Like, he knew he was going to be LeBron James at, like, eight. And it's, like, just impressive that people have that. I, I didn't heard know the, what the fuck I was going to do. I've heard the Eddie Murphy thing. He went to, a, or his family went to a psychic, and then he just, they told oh, him they someone. Heard, yeah, yeah. I did hear and then that. he yeah, was like cool five story. years old, and he looked at the TV. He's like, I'm going to be famous one day. Yeah. yeah like crazy, Eddie's, crazy shit like that. Yeah, even his brother, though, Charlie, man. like he yeah. was, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, he was great. And then uh, even short-lived fame that he had, you know, R.I.P., he uh, wasn't a stand-up comic, but was kind of thrust into that because of the success of the, the Chappelle show and kind of oh. learned in the arena setting how to do comedy. I heard... Guys he was in Pootie Tang, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a comedic like actor yeah. like, with movies, but doing like stand-up comedy. Sure, sure. Like his brother, famously with that. But yeah, it's just cool. I mean, it, I love stories like that. They're yeah, like, that blows this my is mind. what I'm doing, and then you did it, and you're like, oh, I think so the inspiring. mushrooms helped too with a little bit. I did like a crazy. I took way too much my first time when I was okay. like 19, 20, and I saw like, God, and you He's know, like, you should be a comedian. <laughs> Isaiah. Well, uh, I, it wasn't like as white, black, and white in that, but it was yeah. like I'm not. I'm not going to, like, do the regular – I'm not going to listen to what my parents want me to do and get oh, yeah. business and, like, get a job. I'll fucking kill myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. I, I'll, my I'll, old man's that way. Yeah. Just, like, he, he marches to his own beat sort of thing. And, like, yeah. man, I've disappointed my mom for years. Yeah, but, me too. Yeah, you know, she still loves me. <laughs> she even sent me a message, like, how'd the show go? I'm real proud of you. So, like, she's always been supportive but wanted me to do, like, school. And she's like, that's why it's, yeah. like, cool, you finished it. But, like, hey, I'm not going to be a businessman. I'm not going to master's comedy yeah and, like exactly. you're putting in work dude that's the other thing like some people say that and then it's like they go to open mics once a week it's like dude yeah they see they were cool now i mean they see me now and like I, once i graduated like they're like yeah just, yeah you got you got the paper or whatever and now they know yeah. i'm i'm know i'm out every single night fucking losing sleep and we're going hard, after dude. yeah that's what i mean it's sometimes your parents don't see it but like yeah man like i said for you or the people we do comedy with like there's a good amount of people and like what you and casey are doing it stands out and it's impressive Inspiring, because yeah. when I Thank see you. when I see you know my friends doing well, I'm like fuck yeah, dude. And yeah, you're always I'm not like like fuck them. I'm not gonna get. I'm like yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, I yeah. want to do what they're doing. And like just you know, I don't like the people that are negative. Like if I don't if they're getting a spot, I can't get a spot. It's like no. Nah, yeah, that's not how it works. It's so stupid to have that mentality. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I like yeah. you and Casey. You're all always real fucking positive, dude. Like I said, Casey looks like a convict and shit, but he's the <laughs> nicest fucking he's, guy in the world. He's such a nerd too. Like he's like. Head to toe tattoo, septum ring, but like he likes yeah. like Naruto and he plays like Nintendo. Like he's, yeah, he's, he is, he's, yeah. he's the nicest, sweetest dude, and it's like could have been your cellmate. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, that guy's awesome, and what 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 they're doing over there is awesome, and just I, every I feel like uh, there's been like a com, I mean, in every art form, but there's been like a renaissance after the pandemic where everyone's so. like kicking into another gear. Like yeah. I've seen like other comics that were like were, they were like they were like all right before and then after like something kind of just like clicked in their head and like they, they're like comedy and their persona and just like, everything just kind of like at a ramp speed yeah. like a little on a higher frequency it seems sure. like it seems like it was a reset for the whole comedy scene and just just oh, everyone oh yeah dude, yeah the fucking how many big big names left la in general yeah went to austin austin's got a new scene Not yeah. i know much about it but um yeah dude it's just like pam you were, you were lucky enough to be essential right where it's like we were yeah. deemed not where it's like Hey man, comedy isn't essential. Like being funny, be, like bringing joy to people. You know, I was I was thinking this like earlier today. It was like about the homeless population outside. You know, just in general, L.A. or here. Like, 
Dude, the amount of times I've talked to homeless dudes and they said some corny, hacky joke. It's like, yeah, dude, they want to laugh too, man. So it's like everyone having comedy and that sort of thing like does bring happiness. At least that in my mind, I'd like to think that like Dave Chappelle and Damon Glaces make the world a little bit better. Pam's definitely making this area a little bit better with what she's doing. I did a, I did a, I did a show once in Civic Center because for the questionably housed, because I was like, it's the pandemic. There's no audiences. But the questionably housed were there, all of them. So I went to Trader Joe's, and I used my food stamps, and I bought a ton of ice cream cones. Nice. And I went to the Mitsubishi Center with my little rig, and I set up, and I said, if you listen to me and my buddies do comedy, I'll give you ice cream. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and they all sat down on these steps, and there were like 50 of them, and they listened. Wow. That's we each did like 10 minutes, and... They stayed, and I gave them all ice cream cones, yeah. and it was like, thanks. You guys are a great yeah. audience. Yeah, dude. That's right. Re- and that's what I mean, dude. That's – yeah, dude. Those guys – that probably is memorable and is like a super cool, awesome thing you did. Ice cream and comedy for those dudes? They're yeah. probably like stoked on it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was middle of the afternoon. They weren't doing anything else anyway. I don't think they usually are, right? Like, yeah. So I, was <laughs> I won't like, smoke right. meth for 20 minutes. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I guess I could watch this. It was, it was, it that's was rad, dude. No, that's really cool. Yeah. I don't mean to uh, downplay that. That's a really cool thing. I would have loved to have been a part of that. It, well, it's just stage time. I mean, yeah. it was what you said. I was like, I'm going to kill myself if I don't have an audience. Like, right. I was like, how do I express myself? I'm going to explode. Like, sure. I don't have anyone to talk to. My cats are sick of me. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to? Ran these bits by my cats four times or yeah. <laughs> sick of it. They just don't even laugh anymore. But I, need, I mean, I just required that stage time. Sure. And that's what. And so if I was freaking out about it, I can't imagine how many people were like just losing their, cause my entire identity is built around comedy. That's right. So to pull it away was like, right. Well, who am I? Yeah. And <laughs> it's just, yeah. And then it's just sad. Cause like we're, we're, you know, we're, you walk around and the whole, it's like comedy is like sort of a religion where it's like, everything's funny. But if you can't like express how everything's funny and then everything's just sad. Yeah. 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 Way, right. <laughs> everything's yeah. just sad. Why like are you, you laughing? The world's on fire, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, Laughing, you're crying. I don't know. Exactly. Like, and then, dude, the audiences here have been so fucking committed. And like, one one time we did a show here, and mm-hmm. it was like 50 degrees. The heaters weren't working, and like the wind was coming in. And these people stayed for the entire show and wow, were laughing yeah. and engaged the entire time. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, that's it, rad, dude. Yeah. Like, no one. Like, if this was in Ventura, people would have fucking left. For <laughs> like sure. Halfway through. Yeah. yeah. The but comics people, would have took off like an hour. Ago. Yeah, yeah. But like, people are committed to comedy. And I love it so much. And I think it also has to do with like. That's why I don't believe in cancel culture anymore. I do to an extent, but like not really. Like I think like people say like San Francisco is like soft and like they say all this. It's like no, these people were we're so soft. They say that, but like in terms of jokes, like <laughs> I think some sometimes it hits a little harder because everyone has a nine to five job, mm. and then like when they hear someone say shit, they're like, oh shit, yes, like I can't say this at work, you know, like they sure. like they get off to it almost, which yeah. is great because I get off to comedy and we're both getting off and yeah, yeah. No audiences here, I think they're incredibly <laughs> forgiving. I think in Seattle is where they. They like to smell their own farts. I I obliquely fat shamed someone, like the tiniest bit of fat shaming, and the audience just turned against me. And I'm like, fat shaming? This is where you draw the. This is weird, right? This is the line for the white lady with the anorexia jokes. Oh, is that? I can't do any fat shaming. Come on. A buddy did a a fat joke. He's talking about his son, and it's actually a fucking murderous joke. I'm not gonna do it, but yeah, I I think it's a funny joke, and somebody in the audience booed him. Uh, like and I was like I've rarely seen a boo and I think it's a funny it is a funny joke, and uh yeah it's just it's just funny like the where people know. decide to pull back 
but it's or San just Francisco. their jokes, you know. It's yeah. like this this one joke out of twenty, like you didn't like, and now you're offended. All right. Yeah, it's it's a, you you see a it, it, someone happened to me. I did one like Instagram thing, and everyone got like, I'm like, I've made you laugh in shows and things. It's like, what if she was a musician? I was like, what if you made one song I didn't like it? And I was like, right. I don't like you as an artist skip. anymore. Yeah, skip. skip. All I do man. is skip. I don't tell you about it. Right. I, I just I don't yeah. say I hate that song. I'm just like, I don't discredit you as a fucking musician as an individual as an individual you and everything you're about that's that's kind of what's weird i feel like the last couple years dude it's so divisive almost any subject in this country can be so polarizing whether it's the vaccine or politics or it used to be religion honestly i think it's an easier time fucking talking about religion these days certain things are just like like they're just fucking have a hard set opinion one way or another you know and and with comedy it's like dude we're Man. Yeah. And sometimes, especially at open mics, we're trying to work it out. Where it's like, not this isn't what I truly believe up here, man. The amount yeah. of Jew jokes I do <laughs> as a Jewish guy, it's like, yeah, dude, this isn't what I believe. These are jokes. Calm down, you know. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw Chris Stefano do. That was my first time seeing someone do an hour. I saw him at the Irvine Improv, nice. and uh, like, like I was saying earlier, how the comedy is kind of a new religion. Like he said everything about the whole year, and he was just completely down the middle. And it was like there was like races and religions everyone but everyone could agree what he was saying in a way like it almost like he made like the middle ground for everyone because he just like made fun of the entire fucking year and right. like every, like oh i'm excited to see everyone's hour after this whole thing like sure it's gonna be fucking crazy yeah chrissy d yeah he's he's good i just found him like a year and a half ago man yeah he's hilarious he's so good yeah yeah and like the, yeah he just talked about like vaccine and like the whole bullshit and just like basically was like right down the middle and just everyone was just like yeah, laughing that's and ag- that's what's hard about agreed. that topic yeah. like you bring that up and it's like you kind of <laughs> yeah. have to be right down the fucking middle because yeah. it's like both sides i guess if you're poking fun of both sides and as the comedian you're in the middle right? yeah. i think carlin really tried to do that where it's like he didn't have a side he was just pointing out the absurdity it's exactly of, yeah exactly what he did, of yeah. all this shit and that's cool like because yeah. i like hearing people and like, that's what's cool about comedy dude like everyone's individual background is gonna give you what style of comedy yeah, like the blue collar comedy to like Dave Chappelle, they're so drastically different. Yeah, but enjoyable. Yeah, like uh, so you'd say Louis was like your first guy that you saw. Yeah, I remember watching uh, Louis the show, and yeah, I remember watching show, it, dude. and I remember thinking like, this is just so it's so real. Yeah, like it feels like it was phenomenal. The way it was filmed, the way like this is yeah. it's sad. You know, you know and he like, did that, right? He yeah. wrote him and edited him. And, he wrote it. He yeah. yeah. He edited everything on his laptop. I think. Yeah. And like, I just remember thinking, like, every other show I've ever watched is just so like, you know, like kind of fake. You know, you have laugh sure. tracks, and they're always trying it's to pretend like they're happy. Unwatchable. Yeah. They, they, they everyone's like pretending like they're happy, and like Louis yeah. is just like so fucking real. Like he's yeah. not happy, and you could tell. And oh, I love it. That's the way why it's I like shot. Louis. Yeah. Dude, the first yeah. time I saw Louis do because he was so mean about his daughters, I fucking didn't like it. Oh, and it's kind of like you said, dude. Like I was like, "Fuck that guy." I didn't go on some social media round or nothing. I just turned it off, right? Yeah. Then I, I, I remember my uncle being like, "No, give give him another chance, man. He's really funny." And I, I put it back on, and I'm like, "Dude," and I had the realization, like, "Dude, these are just jokes." Yeah. I remember when he's talking about his daughters. I'm like, "They're gonna hear this one day. This is really mean, <laughs> right?" So I didn't think it was funny, but then I'm like, "Dude, these are jokes." I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah. his truth. This is what." But again, if you don't find that shit funny, just turn it off, man. You don't have to go on Yelp yeah. and write a twenty. 20-page review that Louie doesn't give a fuck whether or not you liked his stuff. Oh, yeah. He wrote and directed Pootie Tang. He did? Oh, I he think did. I did. It was Louis C.K. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. No. He's done wrote a lot of Wrote and directed. Stuff, yeah. yeah, he's done. And that, and that was like in the early 2000s. Right. Yeah, he's he's a genius. And <laughs> I all that, well, no, all that Me Too stuff and all that stuff that happened, it's like, 
But in his jokes, he talks about his tiny dick and like yeah. masturbating and all this stuff. So I don't know. I mean, like, as a woman and as a comedian, if you would have confronted me and was like, I'd be like, yeah, whip out your tiny dick. I'm going to make <laughs> fun of you while you. Yeah, let's yeah. see if it's as small as it is in your jokes. Go ahead. And then I'd well, fucking yeah. talk shit to him the whole time and be like, look at that. Look at your fucked up little dick. Probably, yeah. probably be stoked on it. He would that. love right? that. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like Isaiah said, you watched his show. There's literally an episode where he says that. I don't know yeah. if you remember that episode. Uh, so, after you watch it. So it's me. like, I mean, I, it was disappointing. I will say that to hear that. But it was like, it's not surprising. As no, a fan, like, I listened to his comedy. I'm like, yeah, dude, he's a rough fucking guy. You know? But yeah. it, it is it is disheartening when you hear it. And the Me Too thing, I was like, yeah, some of those guys, yeah, fuck those guys. Where it's like, but they were allowed to do this for how many decades? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like fucking Weinstein and Cosby were like doing this for fucking decades. Well, it was called a casting couch for a reason. Yeah. I mean, that was like a whole. The, right. Well, that's the, the, the thing. The stereotype yeah. and the trope wouldn't exist if it wasn't a thing. That's like, the thing. Like we we knew what was going on as like you know just fans. Like we'd hear that we're like yeah. this person slept with this person to get the gig. And and I'm not saying Harvey Weinstein isn't a horrible fucking monster, like, yeah, but it's course. just that should have been stopped twenty fucking thirty years ago. Like, sure, you know Cosby too. It's like people knew about this. And was like, no one ever brought Mitzi <laughs> Short a task. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've heard stories. It's like all right, hey, I'd day. do it to be a regular. Fuck, that, a comedy wow. store? Kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll hook up with Mitzi for a spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would too. I but she never liked girls. No, <laughs> I don't think she was into them. Yeah, it's just an interesting gray area, and people don't really want to talk about it. it. Was like, maybe that person didn't mind. Like, all right, dude, I hooked up with this person. Now my career is better. Like, yeah. were they all like upset? I mean, again, Weinstein was like a little. Well, but, but the like, flip side is when you... if you don't sleep with me, I'm gonna tank your career, oh, and that's, that's what he did to like up. Mira Sorvino. Yeah, or a lot of people where it's like, uh, again, that's where the de- more devilish right. thing. We're saying with Louie, like asking a woman, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? It's like, it's gross and off color. But it's like, <laughs> he asked, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Where it's like, and he didn't, I don't know, I, I, there was rumors that he did make threats to ruin those women's career. I don't know how true that is. That's where mm-hmm. it gets more devilish. Sure. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, guys are Why gal? Is that white devil? Why gal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wagyu Jen. Foreign devil. Yeah, that's probably why that adorable little Chinese girl said that. (laughs) I see right through your (laughs) smile. Yeah, I think it's a big problem when uh, guys get famous and they haven't, they didn't know how to get girls before they were famous. Right. Yeah, that's That's a big big problem because then you have resentment and you have like against women and then you have like this whole power thing and you use that instead of. But if you're getting girls before you're famous, you're not going to have. You're not going to be weird and creepy and fucking have that power that power thing over him. Well, that's what I mean. That gets where it gets demonic is that, yeah. like, power control and, like, if you don't do this, something bad's going to happen to yeah. you. It's like, that's – yeah, those those people, yeah. They didn't know how to get laid before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you, Isaiah, for thank being you. here, telling the stories. Yeah, that was fun, man. Funny. Yeah, dude, and again, I'm really stoked on everything you're doing, man. I'm stoked, man. I, you're, I saw your inventory, you put on some shows and stuff. And I put on one, put on... and again, it was a little stressful, so I was like... Yeah, I put on a show before one, and then after that, I was like, yeah, yeah. it was hard. It's hard. Yeah, so on that note, yeah, Pam, thank you, because I know... Thank you for coming all the way yeah. up. I'm so excited yeah. to see everybody's jokes and have fun for this whole weekend. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you again, and uh, this has been another episode of Boomtown Chronicles. Thank you guys for listening. Thank all you. the best, everybody. Peace. Peace. Quarterback chat with a cat where I'm from, flipping mad tracks on a love child nickel bag.
Hell yes. Ready? Let's do it. Fucking ready? I, I can't hear my voice. I hear his voice. I can hear yours through mine. You hear mine? Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Then. I don't need to hear my own voice when I'm talking anymore. Oh, here it is. The dentists are just liberal propaganda. Are you telling me a fact right now? I'm telling you a 100% fact. You hear the news? <laughs> you hear the news? Like an adult podcast. Handsome, tall, athletic. Two slobs just getting it on, dude. Being so bad that even your parents can't stay together. 690 pages of just 69ing on a beanbag chair. Smack, smack like a fucking frog. Hell yes. Hello, Mutiny Radio. Bam! Good morning, San Francisco! This is Vietnam! <laughs> Welcome to Vietnam, baby! And we are the Like an Adult Podcast. Chris, do you feel the fucking energy in this room right now? Oh, it's 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 palpable. I, I, I feel like there's a like a like a bobcat that's all tied up in like a saram wrap. Oh, and we're just and we're just hoping he doesn't get out. Oh, and he's getting close. Yeah, he's just starting to tear on that saran wrap. Okay, there's there's fear in my chest, there's mm-hmm. passion, there's love, there's sadness. I, I, who put that bobcat in that saran wrap? I don't know. My heart is beating out of my chest now that you mention it. It could be the caffeine. I don't know. I went to the coffee shop down the street. Strong coffee over there. Hey, strong coffee. Hey, you got to have strong coffee to be able to, to run real fast. That's why I started drinking coffee in uh, middle school PE. Hey, you got to the, the gym teacher was, hey, you're too slow for the dancing. Too slow. Hey, go get a cup of Joe. Yeah. Come on back. <laughs> you're always in the back of the pack. <laughs> and they started streamlining espresso beans into my veins. Oh, man, never never ran a faster mile. Oh, Dropped God. dead afterwards. Sub nine. A sub nine. A sub nine, nine mile. Not bad at all, dude. Not too bad. That's average. Not okay. too bad. What's your fastest mile time? Do you know? Eight minutes and 20 seconds. That's that's not too slow. That's not, that's not, not too, too slow. Bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my fastest was like 745. Yeah. I, I think I always uh, tell me if, if I'm mistaken, but people say that I look faster than I am. I could see that, yeah. Especially because you used to do lines in your beard, mm-hmm. and that makes you look really fast. Right? Yeah. Oh, if you have fucking lines in your eyebrows, hair, or beard, it may add a couple seconds, like cut some seconds off your fucking 40 times. That's why if you look at like football players, a lot of like cornerbacks and stuff will have those like shaved yeah. into their heads. If you, if you don't have dreads hanging out the back of your helmet, you got to have those lines uh, on if the side, too. If you see someone bald, you know how fucking fast they are. They're streamlined, dude. Right to the right, like right to where God, they need to go. They look like a goddamn hot air balloon. They're fucking quick. Like they're cutting through water, dude. Like yeah. swimmers got to shave their whole body. What are they a blimp? Hell yes. Nice. This is this is an exciting podcast for me. For a lot of reasons. For a too. lot of reasons. For one, uh, let's let's all everyone please in your cars, at, at your homes, in your in your rehab centers, please give a big. <laughs> Welcome, and a big uh, applause to Pam Benjamin for putting on the Mutiny Radio Thank Comedy you, Festival. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Pam. Thank you so much, Pamela. Um, Pamela's your full name? Is that- <laughs> Pamula. <laughs> and, uh, but also, this will be the last ever recording of the Like an Adult podcast. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Pamela's jaw is dropped, and I bet so is yours. Yep, and your jaw. Go ahead and pick your jaw up off the floor. It's not that big of a deal. We've done this podcast for years, three years, I think, three and years. counting. And I want to thank everyone who's ever tuned in. 
Yeah. Do we wait for the thank yous till the end? I don't know. We'll just do it real quick now. We'll do thank yous at the end, too. Yeah, yeah I yeah, want throw... to thank everyone for fucking being part of this. Yeah. And this, this will be the last ever podcast. Um, I might cry. I'm already tearing up. It, it, it feels like the end of The Office it's, to it's, me. It's yeah. an, emotional, an emotional moment for all of us. Mm-hmm. Jim and Pam, they're going to go <laughs> off. They're going to buy a Subaru. Um, they're going to get a kid. He's not going to put on his seatbelt. They're going to get in a car accident. They're going to lose the kid. I like and, how you said they're going to get a kid. Yeah, they're going to get one. They're just going to find one get one. Yeah, it's like just raising go get Arizona, a kid. dude. Okay, yeah, just yeah. Just steal a kid everyone. Just while. take a kid, raise it as your own. As long as you do a good job, nothing wrong with that, dude. What? What is more of an ultimate prank? For Jim. Okay, Jim, we all know him as a prankster. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what more than ultimate prank than stealing Dwight's baby? You know? I think that's that, that's where the office was headed. And that's it's a good thing they cut it off, too. Oh, it was going a real dark direction. It was going to get real dark yeah, real quick. Yeah. No, and you may be sitting in your, in your fucking, maybe you're in a ski lift right now. Maybe you're waiting to get uh, blood results back. Maybe you're learning how to print T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And you're saying to yourself, why? Why is this the end of this Like Adults podcast? This is my favorite podcast. I sleep to this podcast. I live to this podcast. Why, you sons of bitches? Well, to that person, let me tell you, we got a lot of podcasts already out. You know, you can go back <laughs> through through the years and really listen to us grow up. There's a big backlog. <laughs> you can go back and listen to the first episode. It feels like, it, yeah, it, it's great. Yeah. It's you great. really need more from us? No, nah, you, you, you ungrateful sons of bitches you out there. You greedy piggies. We've been, we've been putting our all into this for too long, and we haven't gotten enough back. You haven't. This is because of you. This is <laughs> you listening. You know how we said thank you? It's your fault, really. Yeah. It's your fault. You know how you, when your parents got divorced, you were like, is it my bad? fault? And they said no. Well, this part is your fault. Yeah. This one is your fault. And I think, I think it's in our, in, our, our, in our fucking theme song. You guys were so bad. That even your parents couldn't stay together. <laughs> you, you made us get a divorce, dude. Yeah, it's in the theme song, and we brought it back around. God, brought it back around you, in the end. And, but at the end of the day, the audience still the ultimate bad boy. Oh, yeah, you guys you guys have been bad. Too bad, Too honestly. Too goddamn bad. Too bad. And But, that, you know, we like yeah. that over here. You got to like a little sticker right behind you. Hell Mike, yes, here, here in the studio. We're we, here making statements. We've made our mark on the world, you could say. We've... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it's wild, and a lot of people you might ask like, why why stop it? It's because of the um the opioid epidemic. There's a real drug problem in this country, and we can't just sit by and keep podcasting while drugs <laughs> continue to to ruin our our beautiful yeah. country over here. We're like Nancy Reagan. We're a lot. We, we like are Nancy two Reagan. Nancy Reagans, mm-hmm. and we gotta say no to drugs. And we're just saying no to continuing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people have listened to this podcast and and then and fallen victim to drugs <laughs> <laughs> shortly afterwards. Hey, listen to this. You know what would really, really uh, help me out right now? Really curb this this self esteem issue I have after I listen to Liking It All podcast. Fiddling. And that's the big killer is, is all these stimulants in this all country. These, all these goddamn stimulants. All these. All the downers. The downers. You know, I'm more of a, you know, we, we, me and Mike have a, uh, have a similar take on the drug uh, enforcement game that, than we, as we do on the podcast. Mike handles the downers. 
mostly. Ooh, yeah. yeah, big downer guy. He's he's the downer guy. Yeah. You know, okay. he's he's on the streets looking for sleepy people. If if the Dow is down, I am up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the upper. I'm I'm out looking for people with too much energy. You know, I'm trying to figure it out. Bring them down. And I'm trying to bring them back down. I'm trying to get. We're trying to get everybody on the same level of yeah. of of mononormity you out ever, here. You ever see someone? He just maybe got a promotion. He's having a good day. Okay, is him and his wife that for five years are finally getting along okay they figured out their fertility issues they're having a good <laughs> goddamn day and then you just come up to them and you're like hey have you seen marley and me oh and they're like no i haven't it's a good movie you're like it's a great movie oh it's great you'll yeah, love it you'll you're gonna be a big fan but make sure you watch the entire thing <laughs> make sure you watch until the end <laughs> You Don't just skip halfway through like I did with Wolf of Wall Street, yes. where I'm like, Coke is a cool drug where everything <laughs> just works cool. out for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew greed gets you so far? <laughs> I watch Wolf of Wall Street in reverse, yeah. and it's just like, drugs are sick. At the end of that movie, it really is still like, greed is sick. It's still like it worked out, and now if you like, well, it didn't work out for him, but now he's on podcasts and stuff, just living the TikTok. life. Yeah, yeah, he's on TikTok doing TikToks now. He's on TikTok just being like. Look at look at her. <laughs> Sell me a pen. You're like, you were uh, why? He goes why and tells were... stories to like Logan Paul about about Wolf of Wall Street stories yeah. and stuff. We did so many drugs, you wouldn't believe it. It's like we saw the movie. Are there any stories that couldn't be in the movie? Oh, you let me tell you, there really were. And he just gets to live off that for his entire yeah. life. One one day I did I did uh, an entire Coke bottle full of cocaine, and then I ate 73 nerds rope in a row. <laughs> Logan Paul's fucking losing his mind. Oh man. He, well he's he's the new wolf he's the wolf of Wall Street before he gets caught and sober and all that. Oh for sure. Dude. Yeah. He's he's gonna be president. He, and that's the scary thing is that he might be a good president. Oh, he's gonna be sick. Dude. He's gonna be a good president in the future. He's gonna lay down the fucking law. No, but this this podcast, how long have we been doing it? Three, three shows. Three I would I remember it was August of twenty eighteen, I wanna say. God. Damn, yeah, man. so it's been three. We hit it for three years, man. Weekly. Three fucking years. Weekly. We only missed one week on purpose. Yeah, yeah. On purpose because we're good people. Mm-hmm. We had to. <laughs> we had to that week. But um, and we've I think we've done a lot. We've grown a lot. We've grown a whole bunch, man. The three years we've th- we become more like an adult than ever. I think let's let's go. I'll start. I'll say how I think you have grown in okay. these three years, and then okay. you'll say how you think you've grown, and then you'll say how I think you've grown. Yeah. I see how this is gonna work. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that. yeah. It's real back and forth. <laughs> Our dynamic is so solid over <laughs> these so three years. Solid, dude. We're so goddamn in sync. <laughs> we're like fucking like JT and whoever else is in in sync. I just, I just feel like we're on on a Broadway play. Every day, we're just we're we're in rent, <laughs> and we just we get it. We we know the lines before the lines come out. Oh, we've been doing the same musical for three years. We know what we know what's about to happen. <laughs> Every podcast starts and ends with a crying cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> That's not far from the truth. Yeah, you know how many groceries I've just thrown on the floor when I get home, <laughs> just in a huff. Yeah. <laughs> I have to collapse into a ball and cry as I play Hugh Jackman's The Greatest Showman on repeat. You know what I want to say before we get into how we have grown? We we didn't even let COVID slow us down a tiny bit. Not even a tiny bit. It didn't even, like, we honestly went harder through COVID. We, 
our first fucking one of our first podcasts back, we had uh, well, we had Steve Osborne, I think the first one. Then we had the Miss New Lovey Black. Oh, the Miss New Lovey Black. We had her on just once, correct? Just once. Yeah, and it yeah. was an absolute time. We fucking went hard. Maybe some of her best episodes, one of my some of my favorite episodes. Done through fucking COVID. Oh yeah, done through Zoom and COVID. Absolutely. Pam Benjamin was a was a great episode through COVID. That yeah. was really fun. It was fucking great. A lot of fucking great people came on. I know. It's a wild ride. Nothing can stop me but my own depression and sadness. And this horrible drug epidemic <laughs> this, going yeah. on in our All country, these dude. Opioids, <laughs> I just watched uh, the movie Oxymoron. Now I know the movie came out around twelve years ago, but okay. it really had an impact on. And it's about the opioid crisis. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it's even in Britain. But... I think it's important that we're bringing an awareness to it because people think it's over now, but it's really not. You know, people think with the legalization of marijuana that that the drug epidemic is becoming less of a thing. But to be honest, yeah. it's becoming more of a thing. It's becoming more of a thing. Like now, people can legally get weed, and I'm not having that. And Mike can't have that. <laughs> Mike's out here. He sees sleepy people on that weed, yeah. you know? Oh, are you longboarding and having a good time? <laughs> what are you doing, smiling in the sun, listening <laughs> to music? I don't want that. Yeah. What are you doing, talking with your friends, having good conversations about crazy mind-expanding things? Not on my time. I don't like that at all. Not at all. No way. What are you doing? Uh, taking mushrooms with your friends, seeing God? No thanks. This is my time, Jeff Spicoli. <laughs> what are you doing? Doing acid in San Francisco, having the best time of your fucking life? What are you trying to sync up albums from the 70s to movies? <laughs> Fuck you. That is a great way to spend your time. You know, it, we, we are serious about drugs, but if you do want to spend your time syncing up music to movies <laughs> as sober, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let me tell you, Waylon, Waylon Jennings' fourth album, really? Really synced up nicely. You remember the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. You should see Elton John with Hostel. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you, you haven't seen Saw if you haven't seen Saw and listening to the Alicia Keys. Oh, that'd be a good one. That'd be great. Yeah. That's, I mean, the tension. And the voice on that woman. Ooh, oh, man. A lot of range. all right so i think i think a lot of ups and downs in the christopher denance in the past three years oh shit it's been as josh argyle would say a white trash fairy tale oh absolutely (laughs) just filled with 7-eleven meals oh yeah a lot of 7-eleven meals a couple nights of sleeping in the car more than a couple uh getting that place I, yeah, no, you were living in your car for a bit. Getting jobs, getting places. Getting jobs, losing jobs, getting yeah. places, losing places. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. It's been a real wild ride. It's been a wild ride. <laughs> and I think you've, I think you've, you're starting to settle down. Oh, dude, settle down big time. You're starting I got to settle it. down. You're, you're picking out lots. You're. Right after this, me and my girlfriend are going to go uh, get the keys to our new place. We're going to be in for a year. So, yeah. Yes. yeah, I got a place for – I put my name on a lease. They can't kick me out if they wanted to at this point. I got squatter's so rights I, at this point probably. There. I'm there. I'm there. Try to kick me out. I'm a real issue to <laughs> yeah. get out of a place. You need to – what you should do, second day you're there. First day, I know a lot's going on. Second day, mm-hmm. a little free time. Get a bag of concrete. Okay? Yeah. Pour it right in the front yard. And then put your initials in it. You'll be there forever. Uh, yeah, I'm right. Actually, officer, if yeah. you look right here, I belong here. Those are my footprints. Yeah, you can't <laughs> evict me. These are my fo- <laughs> these are my feet. <laughs> these yeah. are my, obviously look. They fit. Yeah, I also I got wax implants, and I also have my baby feet. As well. <laughs> <laughs> my baby feet, and then my feet, 
I've been here for a long time, and you can't prove otherwise. A long, long time. It's concrete. Concrete I'm, has always been there. I might just buy. I was thinking, like, you know, me and my girl just might end up buying this place, dude, if we like it enough. Hell yes. Yeah, right. dude. It's a good investment property. It's in a bad area of Santa Rosa. Love that. So it might be a good investment property. You never know. Next dude. thing you know, Carl's Jr. is going to move in, and then gentrification is on the way. It's always a Carl's Jr. first. It, start, <laughs> it starts, starts with a Carl's Jr. starts with a Carl's Jr. and with an Equinox. But let me tell you, mm, it's mm. on the similar line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There'll be Bed Bath & Beyonds mixed in. Oh yeah, we got the we got one of those nearby, so it's already I, on the well on its way. I fell asleep one day. I woke up. There was seven bad Bed Bath and Beyonds in my town. That's terrifying. Seven of them. You just woke <laughs> up in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Where am I? What mm -hmm. is this? Seven Bed Bath and Beyonds. I felt like I was surrounded. Yeah, dude. It's always scary. That's scary as shit, dude. Yeah, Doing I, this podcast and shit. I used to get. I used to wake up in my car. Text you, figure out where we're going to go meet, go go somewhere, podcast with you at a friend's house, ask that friend if I can sleep on their couch. They say no. Go back to my car. And then just that was my life. But I was so dedicated to this podcast. I still did the podcast the it whole is, time. You still did it. I still did it, dude. I because it was it. the only thing you had. It really was. <laughs> I, I was the same way. I think this podcast carried us through a lot of fucking times. I think you know we both really have grown as – I think we both kind of found our voices doing this podcast. Oh, yeah, big time, big time. Because yeah. you had just started doing comedy, really, when you just first started. started, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember being uh, silent 90% of the podcast. I remember, yeah, yeah. I, I remember having to talk a lot more, but you carry a lot of weight, honestly. Like, I oh. am a little bit, like, when I listen back to them and I have to edit these things, I'm like, wow, I cannot form a sentence to save my fucking life. <laughs> like, sometimes. But now I'm just, I'm a greedy little pig, and I, <laughs> and I love hearing the sound of my own voice. As soon as you got the ability, you're, you just love that limelight, and I you just took I, it. I don't get people that are like, I hate listening to myself. I love listening you to love myself. You love it, man. And you can tell by your voice, you just yeah. love it. I just love it. <laughs> it's my ringtone. It's just me talking. I made my, <laughs> made my own ringtone. You're like, hey, Mike, the phone's for you. Your hey, phone Mike, the phone is ringing. <laughs> it's ringing off the hook. You seem like a guy who definitely made custom ringtones for himself. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Yeah, I make, yeah. I make, I make it for my mom without her knowing. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your handsome, beautiful son is calling. <laughs> the son you're not disappointed with is ringing your phone, and he needs money. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a new, a new graphic novel. He's gonna write it. And he's going to publish it, and he's going to put it on bookshelves across America. <laughs> yeah, it usually doesn't get that far. She'd usually hang up before the phone would get that far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, I think we've really found our voice. I think we've both really um, slingshotted ourselves into the, uh, the conversation of, of comedy. Oh yeah! Oh like, yeah! Like you'll you're heel you're heel uh, you're you will hear. I thought you were gonna talk about my Achilles heel of comedy for a <laughs> oh. second. Your your heel is that you you you're too you're too sensitive, Chris. You're, you're, too, you're too sensitive, okay? And you can't jump that high. <laughs> That's Mike's biggest issue with me is my physical downfalls. Yeah, dude. Like most of the time. Get in the gym. Yeah, I know. I know. Get I know. Now that we're not doing the podcast, I'll have more time to lift for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but not even that. We need dynamic training as well. It's not just lifting. It's it's about your mobility. It's about, you know, how well you can play field hockey. And live with this task force we're team we're teaming up to form. I need to be stronger and faster. If if you don't know how to break down a door, mm -hmm. you're gonna have to learn that. 
I'm on the upper train too, you yeah. know. I'm on the upper train, so I gotta run pretty fast. What I've been doing, I've been punching concrete walls, mm -hmm. just preparing myself to punch through a, a dirty opioid <laughs> infested drug fiend's chest <laughs> and pull their heart right out of their FUBU jersey. I got to get you some Hulk it. hands or something, dude. You got to get some Hulk hands for that or something. Dude, I can't wait just to – because, of course, you know, I'm going to start abusing drugs right as this drug thing. So I'm going to – I can't wait to start doing whippets. As soon as we start – oh, yeah, whippets are cool. I can't, I can't wait to start doing whippets and reading the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pumped up to, to – the John 316. Just a fucking bash into a drug that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rip out someone's tongue for no reason. That whoop, whoop, whoop test testament, dude. <laughs> you got to let people know. Yeah, dude, once I start seizing those drugs, I got a bad, I, I have bad self-control. So you know I'm not going to be able to bring it over to the police station. I like an adult. Without <laughs> dipping my hand in like, like a greedy Uber Eats driver, oh, you know. A Viagra for me, a Viagra for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be stealing all the Viagras. Uppers in every sense of the word, dude. <laughs> Just fucking bricked up. I'm bricked up, and you're going to be behind bricks. Shiny apple seed. I can't fucking wait. Fucking just put an end. Problem with drugs. You've come a long way from this podcast, dude. Yeah, you were quiet for a long time. Now you're hogging the limelight. Now you're, you're, you're booking your own shows. You're getting your own shows. You're, you're, you're making your own merch. You're selling merch like crazy, dude. Crazy out here. I wish I had a t-shirt press. Hey, dude, they're expensive. They are expensive. But, but, you, but you're getting a home, and so— Well, I'm getting—I'm renting a home. Yeah, but that's yeah. pretty close. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. close, yeah. Good. yeah. I, I, I bought a, a heat press that's in, in my parents' basement. Dude, I wish I had a heat press in your parents' basement. Yeah, it right, it's right next to their wine. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they love that, yeah. Oh, they, it, it's great for the Does wine. Does it get really hot? Oh, it gets <laughs> boiling in there. <laughs> <laughs> I heat tempted the other day. It got like 97 degrees in that room. Dude, I can imagine you just shirtless, sweating, just smoking a cigarette, just pressing, just pressing Marty Cunney shirts, just one after the other, oh, just I, being like, I gotta get these out. I gotta get these out. Marty Cunney's family. I <laughs> feel like I feel like lot. the guy shoveling coal into the Titanic, like in in the boiler room. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like having the furnace keep on going. Mm -hmm. You gotta keep it moving. It's a real it. warehouse in there, dude. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's okay? like Santa's workshop, but I'm not as fun. I'm working myself hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're working hard. In there, dude. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sweat on your products, or they don't mean nothing. Dude, you're making videos too. Ow. Making vids, doing. You're going to college, dude. You're going oh, to class. God, look at me. Love that, dude. Yeah. You're gonna be going to school soon too. Absolutely. You're gonna I'm, be headed off. I'm just. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride off into the. Go where the wind takes you, man. Yeah, no one's going to hear from me for seven years. And, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> and I'm going to come back, and it turns out I'm a hot air balloon magician. <laughs> yeah, are you going to come back on a hot air balloon? Yeah, yeah and it's going to be magical. Right here in front of Mutiny Radio, yeah. in front of a show sometime, and we're all going to be like, is that Mike Nordstrom? It's yeah. been seven years. Yeah, is it a hot air balloon? <laughs> I'm <gonna>, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna land the hot air balloon. I'm gonna. I'm gonna park it. I'm gonna anchor it. It's gonna stay floating. I'm gonna ride down on on a rope of baguettes. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, right into the Folsom Street Fair. And then I'm gonna do my like the the my finger disappearing trick, but really good. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're a magician now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do magic. For we we don't know where you learn magic, but we just know it was somewhere out there uh, mm-hmm. on the hot air balloon somewhere, path. Beyond the horizon. Yeah, and you're, there's gonna be no one else in the hot air balloon with you. You know, we're gonna wonder how you learned that. I'm doing yeah. it myself. I'm just up there talking and eating birds. There's no way you're not gonna learn how to. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to talk over that last joke, but I couldn't. <laughs> just grabbing birds out of the air in a hot air balloon. <laughs> oh, what, oh, 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 what, what is that? A crow? Tasty. Just fly me towards the nearest flock, and I'll get some dinner real quick. Oh, is that a, is that an egret? <laughs> That's a big bird, and I they fly got... pretty low to the ground. <laughs> yeah, but they got thin necks, easy to bite into. <laughs> oh. It's like a it's like a carrot. You have the same thought process that uh, Ozzy Osbourne has when he looks at birds. Yeah, dude, he's got a. He did it to intimidate a crowd. I'm doing it to intimidate the other birds. Dude, is that what you think he was doing, intimidating the crowd? I think he was just like, this is going to be the coolest I, shit anybody's ever seen. I, I watched a, uh, it was an interview. It was some, like, it was it was back in the day. It was some lady, very prim and proper, maybe like Barbara Walters, but British. Okay. And she was like, there's a lot of rumors going around. Did you really bite the head off of a bat? And he's like, yes. Like, Yes. Some people they threw all of this stuff onto the stage, and someone to say someone threw a hairless head, and someone threw a bat, and I I just bit the head off a bat. Damn. Yeah. Damn. And then she was just shocked, jaw dropped like Pamela when she heard this was the last episode. Of <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They can't dude. believe it. Can't believe it. And this is not. This is probably in in like an adult lore. If you're keeping track out, if you're keeping score at home, this is like I think the fifth time Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat has been brought up on this podcast. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You we, know, we go to similar topics a lot. We go to you that. know we're gonna this the last 25 minutes of this podcast we'll just be talking about Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> It'll just be me and Mike going back and forth on movies with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you see the the peanut butter frog? I saw the peanut butter frog. It's pretty good. Going Disturbia. Yeah. yeah. Fury. I like Fury. He was really intense for Fury. <laughs> <laughs> His art projects are weird. You ever gonna make movies? That was a thought that you were gonna do early on. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm gonna make um, Sky High too. <laughs> Higher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can't go no higher. <laughs> Sky High too. We're gonna have um, geriatric Kurt Russell. All right. <laughs> is he gonna be an old teacher there, or the dean, yeah, the dean he, of Sky High? I think he he was the dad and the villain in that movie. Oh, was he? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen seen Sky High. And since I fucking logged on to uh, fucking the Disney Channel at twelve a.m. That's the only time it's on. It's the only time days. it's on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have cable anymore. So if it's not on Disney Plus, I don't know. If you got Slingshot, what else do you need? (laughs) Slingshot and a a, a streaming app? Yeah, dude. (laughs) If you got Quirby, what else do you need? Yeah, yeah. Was was it Quirby? Like, they came out with, like, fucking, like, they're TV shows, but they're only eight minutes long. I think that's Quibi. Oh, Quibi. Quibi, yeah. Quirby is like Kirby, like, from Super Mario Smash Bros. But with that, they're really advertising to to poor people they're like this is the perfect thing to watch on the bus <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect you know i know you don't have two hours to watch a full show yeah, you don't have the comfortability of like living on a couch or sitting on a couch of you a know netflix limited series we're gonna give you an eight minute yeah. uh bus ride you don't a... have a tv 
You're watching this on your phone on the bus. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Nothing watch a good watch a good TV show on the phone. Uh, was that the girl from uh, from Game of Thrones? Yeah, they they paid her an exorbitant amount of money. I like that because then when I'm on the bus, I can look around and see if I'm riding the bus with any people from the show. I have a bad memory, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I, very... I gotta see faces right there. I talked to a guy. He ran into the entire cast of Games of Thrones on, on the bus on the fucking uh, San Francisco on on the Muni, Muni. on the yeah, Muni. Yeah, yeah, damn, yeah. damn. John Snow, John Snow stabbed him. It was crazy. There's a lot of John Snows out here. <laughs> People be skiing, <laughs> and that's what we need to put a stop to. I can't stand all this skiing going on in these streets. <laughs> Makes me sick. People, People doing a little bit. You know? Are you staying up too late watching too many music videos on YouTube doing <laughs> line doing skiing? Yeah. I'm gonna you, come I'm gonna bust down your door and put a stop to it. Dude. Are you watching uh just the clubbing scenes from Scarface? <laughs> 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 Not on my watch. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what are you watching? Saturday night fever and, and just yelling at your dog? <laughs> <laughs> What are you, picking out Hawaiian t-shirts on Etsy? Uh, dude, that's going to be a new come-up for me and my girlfriend. We're going to get a dog at this new place. I'm going to surprise her with a puppy. Gonna, well, not until she listens to this. Well, she knows I'm going to surprise her. We've talked about it. She it's, knows it's, you're going to surprise her? Yeah, it's more of a— cause, Do you like, know what a surprise is? It's more of like a surprise of the day because, like, instead of going— Like, she knows what's going to happen. So, like, one day she's going to come home there's going to be a puppy. How, how are you going to pick out the dog? I'm going to go to the pound— Yet. No, I, I mean I don't know. I'll you go to the pound. Go. I should go to the pound. Go, go to the shelter. Um, go to the, go to the shelter, shelter. Pick up a night. But I want to. I want a little. I want it to be a puppy. Yeah, because so right, I'll find a little puppy. Because right now I think like through like COVID, all these people adopted animals, mm -hmm. and then and then and then they like, gave it up. And they're like, I can't do. They're this. like, I can't do this. Yeah, I'm sorry, Spot. You're going. <laughs> yeah. You're going back to the pad. You know, there's a percentage of people that do that with babies too. Oh, for sure. Where they like adopt a baby and then give it back, and then like oh, within a few years, like th there's people who do that. I've he I heard a story recently about uh, it was a famous couple and they tried to yeah. keep it under wraps. No, yeah, you were telling me this story. Yeah, yeah it was a YouTube influencer. Yeah, uh, they, they had like five kids. They adopted. They um, adopted one or they, two. They adopted a baby and then they're like, oh, this is too much trouble, and they dropped it off somewhere. They're like, you know, the jump from four to five is really, really <laughs> kicking much. my ass. We yeah. aren't Mormon. What were we thinking? Yeah, what were we thinking? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We're not, we're not one of those weird families. This kid can uh, live at the fire station for the rest of his life. It's probably not the worst thing that's ever happened to that kid either. Eh, probably not. He'll move on. Uh, he probably won't even remember. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll grow up to be a really well-rounded person. Yeah. But that's also another thing we want to stop at, like, no podcast. People giving up babies. Oh, yeah. We're sick of that. If, if, if a parent is going like, to give up their child, okay, I'm going to do some whippets. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to shove my hand through their chest. I'm going to rip out their heart mm -hmm. and eat. And show it to them first. Yeah. You see this? See what <laughs> you've done? This is the equivalent of you whipping out your child's heart, okay? <laughs> I'm going to rip it right Ugh. through their, their khaki shirt. I feel like if you you could, you could get a lot of people to sign this petition, oh, for absolutely. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a mean thing to do. It's a, re a bunch of meanies. But I mean, mean is a nice way to put it. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, a it's mean thing to. Hey, that's mean. Yeah, they're fucking devastating. Yeah. They're devastating. So, so we've done this podcast. We've both grown so much, and I think we we've had a lot of people on the podcast. Yeah. Um, a lot of great people. We've got we've gone a lot of places. What's the furthest we've gone for a podcast? Furthest we've gone for a cast. Did we drove did we drive out to Sacramento at all for a cast? I don't or, think so. No, we, maybe Danville. 
Danville, yeah. We drove out to yeah, Danville yeah. one time to meet with John Gab. Yeah. Had to go into a gated community. He Hell lives yeah. in Danville. Well, had to go into. We're putting him on blast. Yeah. <laughs> we I, every time I mention it though, I talk about how crazy that neighborhood was. We I know, but I, I feel bad now. Now I was gonna. Now I was gonna know where John Gab lives. We went to uh, Chris Riggins' manager's house yeah, one time. That was actually the closest to me. Oh yeah, that was really close to that you out there. That was West Marin out there. Yeah. 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 No, that was fun because we showed up. Um, we showed up to we? we like Chris Riggins is like, just go to this house. Nobody's there. I'll be there when you get there. We get there. There's nobody there, and he's like, oh, well, I'll be there in like an hour. Yeah. And then we just sit there for an hour outside of this pretty just nice house, smoking cigarettes, just smoking cigs. And yes. th this yes. house had outdoor trampolines. Remember yeah. that? It had an outdoor trampoline like in the ground that and, I jumped on for a second. You think we're not gonna get on the trampoline, dude? I'm a kid at heart. Yeah. Yeah. This is like. An adult. We're not quite that. There's a trampoline. I think it's a good because you know we're 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 moving up in the ages too. Because when we started, I was I was 23. You were an undisclosed I, age. I was I was nine years old. You were nine years old at the time. Yeah, yeah. I've I've urged I've aged 27 years during this podcast. Big time, big time. Big eight. Big thing is is starting off smoking cigarettes. Um, and then um, you're no longer smoking the cigs. No, you're good anymore. about it too. You don't not even anymore. smoke when you drink. Not even. Not even. We were drinking last weekend together, and I thought Mike's gonna ask to bum a stig for Ooh. sure, for sure. But no, not but no, you're me. a good, you're a good little boy, dude. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of God. You're a man of God. You're keeping away from that addiction. I'm proud of you. Dude. Hell yes, dude. I'm all about repressing urges. <laughs> all right. There's definite strength to that, man. Yeah. There's definitely strength okay. to that. And uh, every day. I make 27 efforts to make sure I don't do something that I want to do. I wake up with a crazy amount of urges. Yeah, I wake up, I'm like, I want to take a shower. I have to say to myself, not today. You know why you want to do that? Because you're weak. Because you're weak. You need that shower. That shower owns you. <laughs> yeah, who, who showers who, really? At the end? <laughs> Who's cleaning who? <laughs> that shower doesn't own me. I own that shower. <laughs> All right? No, I'm not going to eat food today because food doesn't own me. No, no, no. When I get hungry, that's just my body being a weak little bitch. Absolutely. And yeah. this mindset, okay, making sure that I don't do things I want to do, okay, mm -hmm. okay it, it makes sure that I am going to be able to write, produce, and direct Sky High 2, can't go any higher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't go no higher. <laughs> Starring geriatric Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie Murphy. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy, there's one geriatric Russell. Uh, Eddie Murphy plays everyone else. I love it. And it's I love CGI it. Eddie Murphy, too. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That way you can really do a lot more with his facial structure. They <laughs> can only do so much for him in Norbit. I know. And Nutty Professor, but we're really going to turn that around. Nutty Professor's a hitter. Ooh, it's, a, it's a strong move, mm -hmm, a strong mm -hmm. performance. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that. You couldn't play every member of your family? I think you could in a way. In a way? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, 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 I could, but nobody would watch it. Ah. Yeah. I wouldn't put enough oomph into it. That's the problem. That's, yeah, you that's need the to problem. Sell it. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Huh? I would make a thank you face. I would make a pretty girl. <laughs> I would make, I, I, I could play my sister yeah. for sure. I could be like, oh, hi, I'm Chris's sister. If <laughs> that's not bad. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's I, good. I, I was looking away for you for a second. I'm like, oh shit, Chris's sister's here. And she sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she. I bet she pours coffee on people on purpose. <laughs>
Yeah, I bet she went to Circus Circus once and did not like it. If I, if I was a girl, I'd definitely be a dom. Dominatrix, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'd be pouring hot wax on 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 businessmen. Yeah, you you own a lot of a lot of chains. A lot of CEOs coming to have me beat them up. Yeah, what's your favorite knot? Oh, the clove hitch, baby. Good answer. Yeah, keep it tight, but not too. Keep it tight, keep it right, though. Ooh, it's all about the safety knot. Easy to recognize, easy to tie, and to untie. No knots go into how we how we met too, because I remember I first saw you do stand up, and you were hilarious. And then Hugo, our friend Hugo. Rest in peace. No, I'm joking. You're still yeah. out there. You go. <laughs> I, I stabbed him. I killed him. He, uh, he was like, dude, Chris, ask, ask Mike what he does, uh, what, what his dad does for a job. And I'm like, what does your dad do? And you're like, my dad owns a tree service. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, the dude. Get the fuck out of My dad owns a tree service, too. So then, you know, it, it, the rest is history. Instant bond tied together like sap in a pine tree. Let mm-hmm. me tell you. Sticky. And we, and we can't get away. But we're we're forcing it, dude. Yeah. We're forcing it. You have to. Sometimes bonds are too strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the bond is not broken, dude. We're still we're still we're still gonna be out there running around being pals. You're and all never that. gonna see me again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hear me, Christopher? I won't see you for seven years. You hear me, Christopher Ferdinandson? That's a that's a Ferdinandson guarantee. Oh man. Shouts yeah. out. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking ride away in a hot air balloon because I need to learn magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I bet you right after we're done recording here, you're just gonna sprint down the street, and I will never see you again I'm gonna for ex- at least seven years. I'm gonna explode in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna ab- absorb into the Trinidad River. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm you're gonna find me. You're gonna you're gonna be at the Trinidad River one day fishing with your grandson. Okay, and, uh, nice, nice. And boom, you're gonna catch a big. You're gonna tell them stories rat. about me about how about Chris back in the day. No. Oh no, you're gonna be fishing. Oh, I'll be fishing You'll my be grandson. Fishing. Okay, with your good. grandson. With my grandson. With your grandson. Good. Now you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna catch a big old pike. Okay, okay? yeah. A big yeah, yeah. a big like thirteen pounder pike, a good sized pike. Sorry, Mike, I can't pay attention to any of the words coming out of your mouth right now. Did did you shave this part right here, right, right, or just? No, that's how my facial hair grows. Is in. that really just how it grows in? There's yeah, just it, no it hair right below no, the nose. No hair there. And no hair beneath the lower lip. There's some. You got some, some hair. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Not yeah. A lot. But that's just how it grows in natural. Yeah, it's like I don't want to steal from uh, uh, fucking Joe Dirt, but I just I have naturally white trash facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just, funny, it dude. It just grows in this way. I thought she just shaved it that way, and I'm yeah. like, wow, dude, that's a that's a girlfriend request if I ever heard. No, it, no, 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 no. I I wish I grew hair there. Yeah, and I can yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. Real, a real mustache. Surprising you don't. Surprising you, your body's just like, nope, not here. Not there. No, everywhere else on the lips, but no, not here. And you know, it's it's wh- too calloused, I Speaking think. of facial hair, when we started the podcast, I was having a real hard time with the facial hair. And I still pretty much am, but I got something now. You got something, dude. You know, doing a podcast really puts hair on your fucking face, oh, <laughs> I found absolutely. out, dude. If you're a 23-year-old man and you're wondering why am I not looking old enough, Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Start smoking a lot of cigs. Those those little rolly things you see on Instagram ads that prick your skin do not work. No, oh, what is that like <laughs> to grow hair? Yeah. They do that and to, like, to stimulate hair follicles? Yeah. What you want to do is that you want to start a podcast about Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do that. You're going to be full of hair. You'll, you'll have so much hair, you don't even know what to do with it. Guys, okay, start, start a podcast about ABC's Seven's Heaven, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, the classic Christian TV show, Seven's Heaven, with the, with the two parents and the seven children and the, who love God. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have oh, you I seen that, that show? I love that. Crazy show. Nah, I haven't seen it. Nah. That's, we don't need to talk about that. But So you pull this pike out of the fit, uh, <laughs> out of the lake, and you notice you notice it has a, a fucking mustache, but not in the center. Right, right, right. Not in the right. center. And and you and then you say this this is Mike Nordstrom. You're gonna introduce me to your grandson. Yeah. And yeah. your grandson is like, do we let him go? And you say, no, we're gonna eat him. No. Yeah. Th- this is dinner. Yeah. This is nutrition. This is Mike. Yeah. Uh, back in back in the early 2000s, back when COVID-19 mm-hmm. was just starting out, mm-hmm. and it wasn't didn't ravage the world like we all like we all thought it was over right mm-hmm. before it all tore tore the world down. Right before all that, mm-hmm. we had a podcast, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna eat Mike Nordstrom. Yeah. Randall. This is how you kill. You know why? Because <laughs> Mike interrupted me too many times on the mic, and I'm fucking sick of it. So we're, we're, me and my grants are going to eat you. <laughs> Randall, this is where you put the screwdriver. Stare him in the eyes. Stare Michael in the eyes. Mike did too many executive decisions on the cast, and I was sick of it, and I still can't think, not think about it. Uh, we should get matching tattoos after this, though. We dude, should. Because this has been a long time coming, dude. We got to get the like an adult logo. We got to get it's handsome, like tall, athletic on our. That'd be sick, dude. Right on, 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 on our, our chest. My, my fucking peck, dude. Yeah, right on the peck. Yeah, on my right here. Pectoral. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put that there. I'm gonna put your grandson on the other chest. <laughs> <laughs> you get a baby picture that looks vaguely like a little boy of me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tricky because you kind of gotta plan it out. You gotta plan it out, and you, I think my grandson isn't gonna look much like me. He'll have darker features for sure. Yeah, it's not it's not your child, but it's. Like, Close. It's going to be further down the line. You're going to have to do some pundit squares yeah. and figure out exactly what, what's going to happen in I'm the future. I feel like I'm going to be in fucking eighth grade science again. Mm-hmm. Learning, learning about recessive and. Wasn't that weird where they'd pair you up with somebody and like, you two about to make a baby? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going yeah. to have a fucking mortgage. It was sexy in there, dude. Everybody pair up. You're going to make a. You're going to see what your kid would look like with somebody. I'd be, I, was, I was paired off with a dude. I'm like, excuse me. I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> And then, and then and my then, teacher said, you're not woke enough, and then yeah. kicked me out of the class. <laughs> to the detention office. And then they would, like, they would kind of start, like, kind of start fights with you guys. And so, like, they were like, hey, like, did you know you make more money than him? And then it's like, mm-hmm. well, why, what are you trying to do, yeah, yeah, Miss yeah. Mathis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why are you trying to start beef with me and, and Me and my, my future wife over yeah. here. <laughs> there's there's no way every kid in that class isn't taking that whole thing a little bit too seriously oh for sure yeah yeah i planned out um like the whole dishes schedule yeah you know, <laughs> yeah whole chore schedule yeah. yeah 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 it's like okay you do dishes when i cook okay yeah, yeah. and i cook a lot I, I'm, a, I'm a catch what can i say hey i, I know how to make a linguine you want a linguine <laughs> i got a linguine okay i'm gonna take a shell okay i'm gonna big old shell pasta shell i'm gonna fill it with cucumbers i'm gonna fill it with feta cheese you're gonna eat it you're gonna shit for weeks oh that's a good fettuccine right there yeah i can't eat shells stuffed shells you can't eat stuffed shells nah, it makes me shit is it the cheese? I, I don't know. Probably. Probably. You have, a, you have a dairy thing? We've never discussed this on the cast. You got a dairy thing, Mike? I don't know. Yeah. I might have a dairy thing. Yeah. I, You're in the same boat my girlfriend is right now. She's like, I think I might. And I, it's it's a problem every I, time. I feel like bad things happen when I eat dairy products. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll shit my pants. Maybe uh, maybe a national disaster would happen. Yeah. 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 yeah maybe, maybe an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Um, I once drank milk and the guy on the bus next to me just died. Yeah, bad things happen when bad you drink milk. Bad things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And at a point, um, 
is it my public duty? Is it my service to my community for me to stop? It sounds like it. <laughs> it really sounds like it. Like, like is my 2% uh, Horizon milk with brain enhancements in it? Uh, does that, is it really worth, um, you know, the San Andreas fault? Being your fault. And the, Santa, the fucking Sears Tower fall. You know, it, a lot could happen, especially you start ordering a full cheese pizza. You get a whole cheese pizza, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm seven slices deep into that pie. Things start to rumble Things around here. Things start to rumble. <laughs> uh -oh. Uh oh. Next thing you know, hey, Putin has a lot more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what is uh, fucking North Korea up to? I don't know. No idea. No idea. No idea. Trying to think about the craziest places we've we've uh, recorded. We recorded in a car one time outside outside of DNA's Comedy Lounge in Santa yeah. Cruz. A, we, I think we record a lot of car podcasts. So a good amount of car casts. Just yeah. parked outside of bars. Parked outside of bars. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. yeah. Just like outside of the whiskey tip next to the. Oh yeah, did that a few times. Yeah. The porta potty and the during the daytime. Because we just didn't have anywhere else to meet. <laughs> we else to go. Yeah, we're like, let's go meet out here. Yeah, we did. You came out to God's country a couple times. Oh yeah, went out to your place mm -hmm. early in the morning. Did a couple of those. Just fucking done it outside. We did it. Did the what, the Golden Gate Park with Zorba. Yeah, next, yeah. Next to a, a birthday party. Birthday party that was, that was about to happen. <laughs> yeah, a children's birthday party that was going to happen. They were like holding off. We're like, can you just wait? We're gonna we're gonna be done with our podcast yeah. in about ten to fifteen this minutes. This is art. Samantha can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Zorba, uh, we might just want to say uh, longest walk of a of a guest we've ever had. You know, Absolutely. wanted to walk the farthest of any guest we've ever had to go record somewhere. I, I love that podcast with Zorba. Because when we started, he just started playing a video on his phone, <laughs> said, and then started look showing us a video on his phone the whole time, and we're like, "This is good. This, this is Barry good podcasting. White is cool. <laughs> yeah, Barry White is cool. This is a good thing. Oh, we're gonna watch the whole thing here. Okay, I don't I don't have the necessary. I think a big thing a lot of people may not know about Zorba, he is a very, very high knowledge of different breeds of dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, big he, time. He's, he's spotted a Shibu Inu. He, he's like, oh, that's an English setter. I'm and like, if he sees a dog, he's going to go out of his way to talk to the owners about absolutely. the dog. Yeah. Now, yeah. Zorba, one of my favorite guys. Love Zorba. I just saw him at the comedy day in San, in San Francisco. He did great. Set. So how are you going to pick out a dog? Is there a temperament you're looking for? Um, something angry, you know, something <laughs> vicious, you know, so, something to really hold the fort down. Because well, you know, you know we're going to need backup and we're busted down drug debt. I really want it to attack every male who's not me who comes in the house for obvious mm -hmm. reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I can't have I, – I, I don't want friends over. I don't want my girl to have male friends over. Mm -hmm. None of, I'm going to have a dog no, no. that just bites men. Mm -hmm. Who aren't me? Get yourself a fucking a Dutch schnauzer. Just fucking let it loose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got to train it. You got to put up pictures of just different dudes and just... <laughs> just didn't hit it in the side. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just Tobey Maguire. We hate Tobey Maguire. Me and you both hate Tobey Maguire. Think he's the worst Spider-Man. Say it with me. Spot. <laughs> but I'm only showing the the Tobey Maguire when he gets hit with that that Venom stuff, you uh, know. He starts dancing around. And he starts dancing around, snapping his fingers. Most cringy part of any Spider-Man. I watched just that scene yesterday. It's horrible. It's <laughs> the worst part of almost any movie 
ever made where he's bad all of a sudden and yeah. he's bad by put yeah. by slicking his hair back and snapping no. his fingers no. as he walks his hair down. <laughs> oh yeah no he put his hair it, down down and did the down eyes. in front of his eye yeah like, yeah. like he's fucking like he's garth, pete wens like yeah he's garth brooks alter ego chris gaines <laughs> <laughs> and he's just snapping around the city just giving finger guns to girls and they're like oh what a bad boy yeah. he's just doing hip thrusts in front of jc penny which is a crime which is a bad thing to do. He should be put away. <laughs> That's the worst part of any movie, I like, think. Like, I can get past, um, as, as a future drug enforcement officer, to, to get past the vigilante justice. Mm-hmm. But uh, once you start hip-thrusting and dancing to fucking, I think, fucking um, James Brown. Yeah, yeah. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. You should be yeah. put in a, in a Somalian prison. Unless you're in a club, unless you're in a little club, just busting bust a move, you see, cutting he went, a rug. He, he went to a club as well. He went to a club after, that night? And he did. That was equally bad. Did he go too bad in the club? Is that He did, He kicked out of the club for being too much of a bad boy? He he, he angered his date because he, he did the whole dance number. Oh, and, yeah. And, oh, and that he, was the worst he was, part he was of playing, it. He's playing piano. He was doing twirls. He was oh. sliding on chairs. Oh, my and God. Right before Mary Jane was about to uh, to sing, and then she started crying. Yeah. And then and then the girl was like, this was all for her, yeah. wasn't it, Peter yeah. Parker? Yeah. And he's like. And he's like, what could I say? I'm a fucking bad guy. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. The venom touched me. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I'm Italian now. A bad boy just like you fucking Greedy ass listeners Just out like there, you bad pages. boys and girls out there making me and Mike yeah. divorce. Are, are we on a time limit or do we just go until we go? Yeah. I, I do have a, a pointer for Chris if you're gonna go get a dog. Bring Please. a towel with you Okay. and something to throw. So when you get a puppy, you put a towel over their head and you count how many seconds it takes for them to get out of the towel. And the faster they get out of the towel, the smarter the dog is. Oh, so if that's you just how throw you a towel on them and they don't move at all. Right, that's a if, dumbass dog. It's du- well, it, when they're puppies though, they don't know, and yeah. the quicker they get out of the towel. So if you're you're trying to decide between multiple puppies, right. and then you throw a little thingy and see if they bring it back. If they naturally bring it back, then you know that you're gonna have a fun fetchy dog. I love dog. that. Yeah. I do want a fun fetchy dog yeah. too. I don't want yeah. a dog that won't fetch. So they they should if if they naturally do it if they're a puppy and they do it, you're like ha, you know that they're trainable to do that and it's same thing with the towel trick it's an old veterinary trick my, beautiful my thank you i will do that shit. yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean my a dog, dog gets a little old you put a, a, a towel over it's like finally i die my dog, <laughs> my dog just walks around with a with a, with a pink blanket on his head <laughs> looking like mother Teresa. <laughs> i've had multiple dogs or I've, I've been i've lived with multiple dogs who uh you throw something for fetch, and they're all they're all excited to go get it, and then they just go touch it, and then just go run back to you. They'll just go put their nose on it, and they run like, okay, now I gotta go get it. Now yeah. I gotta go grab my my alimony check. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for a divorce. I, I'm, I'm just signing the papers, and I need that money, baby. <laughs> my wife just made it a new kind of slide flute, and it's getting real big, and I need half. <laughs> I need half of that slide flute money. That scene in Spider-Man is basically the opposite of that scene in Anchorman where he plays the flute for the whole bar and everybody's really impressed. Yeah, everyone's cheering. No yeah. one is impressed. No one's impressed. Yeah. What has Tobey Maguire done recently? For me. Yeah. Why hasn't he paid any of my bills yet? You know, for me, though, I, he, he was the best Spider-Man in one and two. You I know, th- those just, were like, good Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. yeah. There's the Spider-Man I know, which, which is the same reason I think uh, The Phantom Menace is the best Star Wars of all time. <laughs> it really is. I love pod races, bro. Pod racers are dope. It's dude. so fun, dude. Okay, give me Jar Jar Binks, and I'm happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? Give him his own movie. People hate Jar Jar Binks. I, I'm, I'm, I, I need him. Love him. I have a Jar Jar Binks tattoo on my buttocks. Nice. Nice. So we, so, so, so we can't get that one. <laughs> no, we yeah, can't get that I one. I already got that one. I got that matching with my vice principal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a deal to get out of trouble at, yeah. at one point. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, you've done a blind eye. We'll get matching tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been, I've been looking for a bad kid to do something. Yeah, yeah you excuse my truancy. <laughs> we'll get some tattoos. We'll get some matching tattoos. <laughs> the vice principal said, like, we got a deal. Yeah, we'll go down to Oliver Peck's shop. We'll get, a, <laughs> we'll get ourselves a sweet fucking Jar Jar tat. You think you're gonna get a tattoo anytime soon with me, or regardless? I don't. I don't know. I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous to get a tattoo. Yeah. I think I put a lot of pressure. There's so much pressure on the first tattoo. There is, yeah. There's but like, once you get the one, what I noticed, because I got one years ago. It's probably four years ago. Yeah. And for that year, I had an itching compulsion to just get more. Yeah. And because I was like, it doesn't need to matter. It just needs to be cool. It just it, it looks cool, and you can just yeah. decorate your you body. Can, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. So I had a lot of ideas like in that first year. Now it's kind of calmed down, but I'd still get phases of like I like I definitely will again. You know, I just need more things to identify myself by. I need more things for my family to be I, able to identify my oh, body with. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the running of the bulls. <laughs> An entire running the bulls portrait on his on his back. That's Christopher Nancy. I do want like a big, a big piece. Yeah. You know what I mean. So if I ever take my kids to the water park, I just look like a real problem. People will say, "Like, is that Elliot Gould's lips?" <laughs> <laughs> I want a real trashy looking piece. I want a, I want a big marijuana leaf on my back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to let people know I'm fucking chill. Yeah, and then like maybe a little coke bag. Oh yeah, just a, a little coke baggie on my, on my, right on my wrist. Yeah, yeah. Just, so just so people know, I know what's up, dude. Yeah. Just, it'd be so easy to get jobs with a little baggie of Coke on your wrist. No, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, I could work at any coffee that? shop, dude. Oh, it's drugs. Oh, it's oh, it's it's okay. It's drugs. You can't not hire me because of this. Yeah. By the uh, way, uh, it's bison. against the law. It's against <laughs> the law. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna yeah. have to think of a new reason. <laughs> yeah. Like when you show up on time? No, but he can't. Not that either. I'll just be like like powdered drugs on yeah, my we'll on see. my neck. We'll just, say powdered drugs. I'll just say powdered drugs <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> I, I have I have cough syrup, cough syrup, cough syrup <laughs> tattooed on my belly. <laughs> but you wouldn't know that unless you uh, see me anywhere, because I don't wear my shirt often. <laughs> um, I will be showing up to work with a Tommy Bahama open-chested. Dude, a lot of girls are really into just if you just have like a one little ink showing on, on the collar. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls would just drop those panties. For yeah, that, like dude. what is that? What's that? Uh, a clown nose? A little syringe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that Gary Busey? <laughs> I can tell by the eyes. It, it kind of looks like like Buscemi, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I might go all Pete Davidson. I don't know. Oh, I can yeah. just start having my friends tattooing on me and shit. That's hilarious. I might just buy a tattoo gun. Because now he wants to get all the tattoos removed, right? Yeah, he's doing that. He's just he wants a clean slate. I Sounds painful. That's the funniest thing he could have done, though. It is the funniest move to yeah. go. Uh, Pete Davidson removes all tattoos. To get all the tattoos and just 
You think he's going to get him back again? You, did, you think he did that just to get more tattoos? It, it has to be. <laughs> he, he ran out of surface space? Yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't do that, I'll be fucking pissed. Yeah. 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 And he's definitely not going to get a role in Sky High 2. Not, not in yours. No way. No. no way. Can't go no higher. I've heard he's a real problem on set, too. Unlike geriatric Kurt Russell <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. Kurt Russell will do anything you ask of him. <laughs> he's a good boy on set, yeah. dude. Yeah. Give him some lifesavers, and he's good. Who are you else going to have on there? Christina Applegate? Christina Applegate. I'm going to get, um, of course, the GOAT, Paul Giamatti. Okay. You yeah, got to get yeah, the yeah. GOAT on there. Yeah. But as him playing his, his role as John Adams. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have him as John Adams. From what movie is that? Uh, he had a whole TV show, an, ex, uh, an HBO series called John Adams. Oh, wow. Where, where he played... John, John Adams. Adams. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, and then I'm going to get the entire cast of Hamilton. Good. Oh, that's, that's, that's popular yeah, right now, but too. But no singing. Not allowed to sing. Not allowed to sing. Are they allowed to rap? Because that's the whole thing. Nope. No. Not in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Sky High 2, baby. I'm, I'm writer, producer, director, and hot air balloon magician. I called the shots. And also drug enforcement officer. Also future Pike. <laughs> <laughs> and future Pike, Mike Nordstrom. <laughs> future Pike in the river of the Trinidad River, Mike Nordstrom. Yeah, I'm going to pull that out on people. Like, You're there strictly to, to, for me to pull up with my grandson mm -hmm. in yeah, 60 years. Hopefully 60 years. Hopefully not 40 years. Hopefully. Yeah, right? Yeah, I fucking care. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm going to get, uh, yeah, I'm going to get Queen Latifah. She, she has been undervalued the past couple of years. She hasn't done... No, she's in. She's in a um, new show. That's uh, a playoff of Denzel's movie, The Enforcer, or something like. Oh yeah, the Equalizer. Equalizer. She's right. in the Equalizer, right. so maybe she's fine. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. she's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's good. <laughs> you ever been on Two Dub Queens, Queen Latifah? Maybe. Yeah, she should. Yeah, she should. Yeah. But this, this is, this is a crazy podcast. This has been a crazy podcast. It's been nuts, dude. We've covered a lot. We've Covered a lot. I mean, through the entire three years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've had a lot of people on. We've had a lot of good times. Had some bad times. Had some bad let's, times. let's let's think about the bad times for a second. There was a podcast with Hugo. That yeah. that that one where where Hugo told me I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> where Hugo said, you know, so Mike has a group of friends that he hangs out with, yeah. right, Mike? And I have a group of friends I hang out with. Now now, Chris. Who do you hang out with? And I'm like, dude, I have I have two brothers I hang out with. I have comics I see around sometimes. I'm like, okay, I have no fucking friends. You're right, dude. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I got no, called out. It was a fun time. It was. I'm not sure if it was as, it was after or before he called you stinky. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, it, that was while I was living in my car. Well, because I yeah. took my shoes off in there, and he was like, dude, it's just so bad. <laughs> God damn, dude. It was so bad. He called me really stinky, and I said, I have no friends. It's <laughs> so mean. It was really mean. <laughs> I remember, like, after the podcast, like, it was such a thing. I went back to my car. Before I left, I was about to leave. You tapped on my window, and you were like, hey, man, I think, like, you have friends, dude. Like, I'm your friend. <laughs> You felt so bad. You're like, dude, Chris is going to go drive off a bridge, dude. What is going on right now? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah. No, that was bad. I mean, there was just some times where, like, we were just, like, just bad recording areas. Like, people would be having fights, like, during our podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, mm -hmm. just people at the bar. Yeah. 
Yeah, we used to record at the bar at Roaring Donkey in the other in the other room, and there'd be music in the background and bar noise of people Just yelling people at each other. In. Yeah, Just yeah. People aggressively playing Jenga. Yeah. Oh yeah, whiskey tip too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those. I, I like those podcasts we did at mics sometimes, where it would we'd usually have like a few people on the mic, and then we'd circle out and do sets and come back oh, and talk yeah. about it. That had a cool. That that was cool. That was yeah. Cool. And then. Yeah, we did. I think the best ones we did was at Hot Mom. Oh, in the green room area. Green room. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, just where, me and you. Where I really, uh, I almost did not tell that story about how I, I almost. You got, got catfished. I got fucking catfished hard. And you sent money to a person you'd <gasps> never met. I tried to. You tried to. I yeah. tried to, but my bank was smarter than I was. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think you know what I. I, I can't say that you wouldn't do that now, but I no. think that you wouldn't do that. No, now. I don't. I 100% would not do that. There's now. a lot of things I was doing early in the podcast that I don't do, any, that I feel yeah. too old to do now. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm no longer sleeping in someone's uh, garage couch. That's true. You were doing that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. staying over, sleeping in the garage couch. We used to get drunk as fuck. Super drunk. And, yeah. And then we would smoke cigarettes on the podcast. In a room. In, in a room. Inside a shed. Blowing it into the microphones. And then I had, I had another podcast at the time where we used the same equipment. And mm-hmm. I would come back and they hated me. Yeah, because like, it reeked. Stink, yeah. Stink. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, sorry. Sorry. The other podcast is cool. I got big boy friends. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we smoke cigarettes and sleep in fucking garages. Yeah, dude. We had that garage. Uh, we recorded in that room with jo- some of the best ones were with Josh Argyle too in that in yeah. that little room at, just on that house too. Just chicken, mm-hmm. flies mm-hmm. going around, fucking mess. But a lot of fucking great times with a lot of fucking great people. Um, I want to do a special shout out to Jason Rocket Fuel at oh, yeah. at gmail You paid us three dollars every month for like two years for exclusive content that we, we never, never put released. out. No, no. So, we made a promise, and we went back on it, but he stayed on his $3 paid, a month, dude. and we appreciate you, Jason Rocketfield. <laughs> we appreciate you. He still likes my stuff on Facebook, so, and I still will see him around Sonoma County sometimes at open mics yeah. and stuff. He's I, a big fan. He's a big fan. I think his friend will crest is waiting on my Facebook. That's the right thing to do <laughs> if somebody has been giving you money for nothing for a yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what does he want? He wants something from me now, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not ready to pay the piper. Can't believe it's your last podcast. You guys are so funny. I've just been laughing over here. Like, Ow, well, it's, you know, everything has to come to an end. And, you know, this isn't, you know, me and Mike are still friends. And we'll, we we might even have another podcast in our future. Yeah. Ten years in the future, mm-hmm. maybe me and Mike will run into each other in Austin, Texas or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe San Francisco. He's going to pull me out of a river. and I'll and pull I you know. out of a river with my grandson. And um, I, I liken, and I've likened this podcast to a, uh, a phoenix for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Guy, a phoenix. Guy, the births from the ashes. Where yeah. we were, we were. All right, Carl. Here's my new theme song. W, A, F, L, M, O, Y, T. Flip, 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 flip. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with 
Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. You're Welcome listening to, to W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Did I do it? Yeah, almost. Yeah. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Thanks for having Good, me. Good, man. That's We're my watching. Jimmy Durante. We're doing person. Jimmy Durante today. Yes, we We're are. We're watching a Jimmy Durante movie. Uh, hi, welcome to Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube here on Mutiny Radio. We are streaming right now. We stream every week to Sundays, not Tuesday. Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Come listen to us first at MutinyRadio.fm. We have a Venmo account at Mutiny Radio. Throw in a couple bucks. Listen to the show beforehand. Found Round Sound with Scotto. Rock and roll. Uh, but we do have a great show for you. And uh, we have a podcast, which you need to type in the acronym, which you heard up front, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's what watch is it? Them. What is it? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. <laughs> Don't put in the cha-cha-cha-chas. Right. And then, uh, yeah. And you can subscribe to us. We are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And we want you to listen to our podcast and watch the movie at the same time. If you think that's a lot of horseshit to deal with just for your entertainment. And we don't want you just to listen to the podcast. And we don't want you to just watch the movie. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel where Carl has masterfully synced our podcast with our movies. And that's at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You can't miss it. It's under a big W. It's under a big W. Uh we are Carl. God, let's. What is the movie this week? Uh, we are watching this week. We are watching. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Right. We're, gonna okay. have some We're watching <clears throat> not speak easy, speak easily. Two words speak easily, 1932. And the channel that's what you put in the YouTube search engine speak easily, 1932. And the channel we like is Blanche. Blanche, Blanche, Blanche. Right now it's kind of jumpy and jerky and kind of 
Sexualis. I'm in love with a horse that comes from Dallas. Poor neurotica me. When my family found out, they raised the roof. Cause I bought a ring to fit her hook. Poor brain, the size of a pea. She looks so nice against the rail. With her pretty long legs and her ponytail. I guess against convention I'll never win. I'll probably end up in the loony bin. But in my heart I'll always be free. The head shrinker said my societal concept had been warped by an Oedipus Rex. Which caused me to hate the opposite sex. But what he doesn't know is that my second wife was a ten pound goose named Dex. I'm paranoid and sublimated. In love with a horse that ain't been spaded. Traumatic scene, please let me be. I've been hypnotized, tranquilized, analyzed, rationalized, taking every pill from second all to Dexamil. Sitting with my wife, nicking in the dark, and knowing her ex-lovers are running at Hollywood Park. Can be a bug, I will admit. But it's all made up when I see her running around the house in the negligee bracing bit. Like most young couples, we had our fights, deciding what's fair about her rights. We finally got adjusted, and I was boss. When I woke one morning, and on a lawn, I found a fiery cross. The Ku Klux Klan said we had to get out that day. Move everything, lock, stock, horse, and carriage. The Klan wouldn't stand for no mixed marriage, so I'm feeling blue. Ain't got a penny in my pocket. We're going to volunteer for a satellite rocket. Poetry and jazz.
Assalamu alaikum layirge yino labiyamin ye shendu talaga sikya championship na kun gakkin mundu ki tulor yimgekne sakanni yumindi gakkin yimsankne mono gala fulatun kne yignemi gakkin gala yignemi shendu yinango fulatun kadri faydar lumani faydar lumani kajignani fulatun kne dinginango bilaram bilaram go ina na shin shin gwen kafunar kulum gakkin yimgu doni zanen gen kidar muda shendu yidungu kne yin kidar ni jiwar kafin shin ga mukaleji bo ye dinin kula kurin yin shin ga amina yandu ye don kune kula gurmuna junkies and winos, pool hustlers and prostitutes, friends and family screaming inside his head, trying to be heard. His comedy was filled with his perceptions about being black in America, and he took his personal tragedies like his heart attack and transformed them into comedy. Pryor's performing career was virtually ended by multiple sclerosis, which was first diagnosed in 1986. I spoke with him in 1995. He was at the NPR Bureau in Los Angeles. I asked how much movement he has. Well, I walked in here today, and I must say, the guy helped me, too, walk up to this chair. But really, I didn't bring my wheelchair in today. So you can, you can walk? Yeah, now. This lady, uh, I think her name is Marie. She's my therapist. Mm -hmm. She comes three times a week. What's the therapy like? Oh, man. 
some days it's like I don't feel good, you know? And so I don't want to do it. But she says, well, you have to do it. So three times a week, that's what I'm put up with. Um, was it like moving arms and legs and things like that? Man, there was a time I couldn't move any of them. I was in bed like that for a while. I couldn't move. What did you do to pass the time while you were in bed and couldn't move? Uh, good question. I'm trying to think, what did I do? Oh, I remember I smoked some bass. psychologist Dr. Robert Hartley on the Bob Newhart show in the 70s. Before he became innkeeper Dick Loudon on Newhart in the 80s, he was a stand-up comic with several hit comedy records. I spoke with Bob Newhart in 1998. You're Catholic, and when you were coming of age as a comic, I think a lot of the comics were, um, were, were Jewish comics who were getting their start in the Catskill Mountains, which was a largely Jewish resort area. Um, and I'm wondering if you ever felt that um, ethnic comics had a built-in constituency, i.e. people of their ethnic group. <laughs> and did, did you feel like you, you had that kind of, you know, because there was no borscht belt for you. Did, did you feel like you were missing out on something, not being identified as an ethnic comic? Well, you know, humor, I think, at that time was, uh, was very regional. As I recall, it, it was, um, I remember Phil Foster doing, uh, he was doing routines about the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, and then television came along and you had to make your humor continental. Uh, you, you couldn't make it regional anymore. It, it had to be, um, you, you had to find ways of, of of not making it regional is, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, after some time, I realized that a lot of my friends, and, uh, I, after some time, I realized that a lot of my friends that, uh, um, a lot of the comics are Jewish that, that I know, and, and they would refer to their Jewishness. And then I began referring to my Catholicism and, and what it's like to grow up as a Catholic and, and, uh, and began to realize how, how funny it is in many ways to, to grow up. It, it gives you a chance to kind of stand back and, and look at it. 
What did you find funny about your Catholic upbringing? Well, uh, for instance, I said uh, what the difference between um, Catholics and, and other religions is, is basically we have uh, confession and non-Catholics don't understand how, uh, how you go in this little dark room and tell another human being like terrible things you've done during the week. But if you're raised Catholic, uh, there are there are certain tricks you learn about going to confession. Like you uh, you sit in the very last pew and you, and you watch the two lines move in the, in the confessional, and whichever line moves the fastest, that's the one you get in because that that priest wants to get out of there. And I remember the first time I did that, and it, it got a big reaction from the audience. And I realized, oh, I'm not the only one who, I'm not the only one who, who did that. You kind of treated it as if it was a long line at the supermarket instead of, <laughs> <laughs> instead of the confessional. Um, can you remember for us what the venues? I, you know, yes. that's interesting because what? it does suggest um, they might they. <laughs> They might have a uh, confessional like, you know, 10 sins or less, you know. Richard Pryor started his career by imitating Bill Cosby, but he later said he knew his days of pretending to be as slick and colorless as Cosby were numbered. There was a world of junkies and winos, pool hustlers and prostitutes, friends and family screaming inside his head, trying to be heard. His comedy was filled with his perceptions about being black in America, and he took his personal tragedies like his heart attack and transformed them into comedy. Pryor's performing career was virtually ended by multiple sclerosis, which was first diagnosed in 1986. I spoke with him in Thank you. 